I have a mask in every single jacket of mine. Same, yeah. And <laughs> I've got like five in the car. And yeah, it, it feels almost unnatural now to just sit, you know, and just yeah. be still. I, I do a lot of social media work on Instagram and Facebook. And then it becomes very like itching to just keep checking things all the time. I don't know. I feel like I, I've been kind of working a lot over the last couple of years to get to kind of where I wanted to be. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Refreshingly Human with myself, Hannah Pillow. We are rounding down the year and starting a new season. I thought it would be really fun to have Ian back on the show. He did the New Year's New You episode with me at the end of last year. And you know what? I thought we were so fresh-faced. We were so naive. We were like, ah, 2020. I think all of us out there, 2020 is going to be the year. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Uh, And you know what? We didn't know what was going to happen in 2020. Nobody knew. (laughs) So hi, Ian. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. It's uh, it's been one hell of a year, hasn't it? Totally. So how you how you been? How's things going for you? Good. Yeah. Um, I can't complain really. I think uh, compared to a lot of people, I know I've been pretty lucky this year. You know, um, I've managed to stay in work, uh, managed to stay creative, and uh, stay busy. Really. So yeah, I've got no complaints here. Um, yeah you managed to score a girlfriend too right yeah yeah that also happened somehow <laughs> the one year where you're not really allowed to meet anyone that's, that's when that happened yeah. nice well good for you it's been a good it looks like 2020 has been good to you uh in some ways um yeah great so we went back and we both listened to the new year new you episode and um gosh i don't know I've got so many thoughts about that. Uh, what did you think when you just listened to it? Um, yeah, I, I thought it was cool. I thought um, the kind of conversations you were kind of going through your friends' New Year's resolutions and stuff, which were pretty interesting. I thought some of them are uh, still so valid, like some really cool ideas in there. Um, I can't quite remember what they were, but there were things like you brought up like a word of the year to summarize like your entire word, uh, like your entire year and stuff like that. I thought was, was a cool idea, but um, yeah, I it's still, I, I'm still not sure about the idea of new year's resolutions, but I'm sure we'll kind of get into that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing though. Like I always make them um, and I've got, I've got my little journal here. I, I thought it would be fun to actually reflect on this uh, on the, on the podcast and, you know, I, I usually, I spoke about this in my, our last episode, New Year's, New New You episode, not my last episode, <laughs> our last, last year's episode. And yeah. I spoke about how I, I, I put things into categories. So I have health, career, hobbies, spiritual, and usually I have travel. Um, and ironically, in when I was planning 2020, I kind of scratched travel out for some reason. And like, it's as if like I knew. It. Yeah, so psychic. But you know what it actually was? And I'm really thinking about is what it actually was is I kind of decided that travel was a luxury, not a goal. Although I I can understand that it is a goal for some people, but um, 
for me, it's it's something I want to do. Uh, but even if I just travel once a year right now, that's enough for me. Um, yeah. Outside of the UK, like we do, my husband and I, we do travel within the UK quite a bit. Um, but if it's like outside of the UK and outside of Europe, even once a year is fine for me right now. I'm yeah. sure there'll be a time in my life where I will travel a lot more than that. But there was a time in my life where I didn't travel at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> I, I got really lucky with the whole travel thing this year because I went probably at the last possible chance, like opportunity that I actually could have gone. So I managed to make it out to Morocco for a couple of weeks, like right before the whole lockdown COVID thing hit. And I got back just in time and then the whole thing blew up and I was like, yeah, I just got really lucky because uh, if I'd left it any later than that, then obviously my trip wouldn't have happened at all. So, yeah, uh, it wouldn't have happened, or you would have gotten stuck in. Um, a lot of people got stuck in isolation in the yeah. countries they travel to. Um, yeah, it's, it's just crazy because like I'm really missing South Africa right now. I'm missing the sunshine. I'm missing actually missing my family. Wow, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's a big one for me. I don't really miss a lot of people often. <laughs> This is the one that came up the last time we did this podcast, right? The the last item on the list, the one that people cared about the least is spending time with family and friends. Right. 2020 put that in perspective, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. We've had too much time with family and friends now. (laughs) (laughs) Too much or too little? Gone the other way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. I mean, I usually go back to South Africa at least once a year, and I have not been this year, and I've just. Yeah, I'm really missing it. I'm missing going, um, seeing my family. I'm missing so much of the South African snacks and snacks and foods. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I was just talking to my brother about what it would be like to travel right now. Um, you know, you have to still wear your masks on the plane. You have to get tested in the before you leave your country and when you get back. And um, it's just like, wearing a mask for 10 hours on the plane to South Africa, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I would do it if I have to, but it's going to be hard to, to, to travel that way. I think. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a long time to be wearing a mask, isn't it? But... Yeah. I, I struggled with it when I was, we were traveling in, um, I think we were in Hastings and we went to Brighton. It's about two hours on the train. Uh, wearing the mask and that that was a bit of not very comfortable yeah yes yeah, the world we live in now isn't it like it's like an extra part of your body <laughs> it's just like sometimes just you've always got it on you know it's Weird. totally that it's like when you leave the house it's like mask do i have it i yeah. have a mask in every single jacket of mine same yeah <laughs> and i've got like five in the car and yeah, yeah. And I still forget them somehow. I know, <laughs> right? It still happens. It's crazy. And yeah, we've got like a pack in the car. I've got them in my um, in my pockets. And um, that's the thing, though. I didn't have one in my backpack. And once I went out without a jacket and I grabbed my backpack and I was like, oh, shit, no mask. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. You always do that like phone keys wallet thing. And then now you've had to add mask to that because... Yeah you can't like you may you might go to a shop and have your wallet which is great you can pay for the stuff but you can't get into the shop so <laughs> if you got the mask is pointless uh i mean yeah it's the thing is technically some shops like they actually let you in with a, without a mask but like personally i feel irresponsible doing that yeah. so yeah there's one shop around here that i went to the other day and um like half the staff weren't even wearing one I was, yeah I was, 
Like it's at this stage, come on, guys. Like, yeah, crazy. So I mean, um, remember in my last episode,、uh, I said that I do the Bridget Jones thing where my diary starts with my weight. Yeah.、So、it was my weight. It was sixty-three kilograms. Yes, I'm saying what my weight was on a podcast.、Uh, my target was fifty-five kilograms, which I have reached and have been maintaining for a few months now. Very good. Well done. Um. And then it was get my belly pierced, which、um, I came close to doing, but a friend talked me out of it, and I decided that after I have my one child naturally, which no, I'm not pregnant, but after I do have one child naturally, I will then get my belly pierced afterwards because I don't want that stretched out tummy and the belly piercing and all that. I'll do it afterwards,、um, and wear a crop top, which I have done and have bought plenty of crop tops in this year. <laughs> So yeah, I think that that was good with health. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Korea was write my book, which will be finished before the end of this year. I'm almost there.、Um, cool. Come closer to figuring out my career part. Yes, I have actually done that. Joined Toastmasters, which is a public speaking group, which I have joined and also become became their vice president of PR.、Yeah. Attend writing group. I did not do this one. However, I did attend writing courses online, and I think that counts, right? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, yeah. it's、um, the best you could do this year, really, isn't it?、It's... Well, I mean, there is a writing group that my friend、um, kind of formed or is in charge of, or something, and they run theirs online. So I could have done that.、Yeah. I just, I guess, I got very invested in the public speaking group. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like there's just too many things to juggle. So yeah. Jeez, it was、no. it was keep running, which I didn't do, but I do kettlebell training, so I think that counts too. Yeah, for sure, as some kind of exercise. Yeah. yeah, keep writing and sewing. Yes and yes.、Um, yeah, and then the last one was spiritual. Keep meditating on and off. Yes, I will not. That is one I find really hard to be consistent with is meditating.、Yeah. I don't know. Do you do it like every day? Uh, I did for a long time. I, I got I was really good at it for a long time.、Um, I had this kind of set daily routine. I would do it in the morning and then、uh, at night as well before I went to bed. And I've not really been doing it that much recently.、Um, but yeah, I kind of dip in and out of it, I guess.、So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what what it is with that one. Like,、um, it's the one habit I've been trying to establish with my my coaches. Like we work on habits and stuff, and it's the one thing I've been trying to to form consistency around. And I just I realize that there's just some days I just don't feel like doing it. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, it sort of turned into like after a while, it kind of turned into this thing that I. Felt that I had to do, and then I would get anxious if I wasn't doing it. And I was like, that defeats the whole point of it. Like, right, opposite of what you want to be getting from that. So, yeah,、uh, I, I kind of tried to be a bit more relaxed with that. I think、um, I, I kind of lean into it when I feel like I need it. Yeah.、Um, for as recently, I, I guess I haven't felt like I've needed it as much, so I haven't really been kind of.、Uh, Practicing as much as I had been, say, this time last year when we had this conversation last. For sure. I mean, I think that's it with me as well. It's like when I need it, I'll usually do like a fairly long one when I need it, and that does make me feel way better. And it does feel good when I do it like 
five minutes every day, but sometimes I just don't need it. It feels like yeah. I'm doing it just because I have to, I feel I like get I that. have yeah. to. I kind of fell into that as well. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I was actually thinking about this. Um, like, I wonder, like, certain things like doing yoga every morning and meditating, like, there's a lot of science behind why it's good for us and, uh, you know, why we should be doing it. But on the other hand, I feel like it also is making people feel like it's something they have to do. And I know that meditation doesn't work for everyone. I know some people who say that their thing is uh, listening to heavy me metal music and that's like meditation to them. And, yeah, I get that. I do that too. <laughs> right? Okay, yeah. I don't. I don't like heavy metal music. But um, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It works for you, right? But yeah. what, one thing I found that works for me instead of meditating is either going for a walk without my phone, without anything on, like a meditative walk. Yeah. Or having my coffee in the morning again without anything on without the tv yeah. on without any phones and just like just having that quiet time with your brain yeah you know i feel like it doesn't have to be like that proper meditation every day i totally agree yeah that's something i i try and do i'm trying to be a lot more conscious of um because every now like every now and then I just catch myself and I'm like I've literally just been staring at my phone for the last half an hour well right. eating breakfast or whatever and I I think it's so bad to um this kind of our culture is so focused around sort of multitasking and just like trying to get all these different things done at the same time I feel like your brain just ends up a bit fried after a while because you're trying to take on all this stuff constantly um whereas like if you yeah it, it feels almost unnatural now to just sit you know and just yeah. be still or like to just sit and have a coffee and not be like looking at anything but to like just sit and be is a uh, quite a it's almost a, it's a skill really that none of us are really practicing anymore I think it's quite important and underrated totally underrated yeah and it's like it is because like when I do that, it's like my body feels restless. I feel like I need to be doing something mm -hmm. in that time. And yeah. it's like, yeah, like you said, it's a skill to just be like, just sit, just, just yeah. be still. Like you say, you know, oh, yeah. it is. It's um, and talking about the phone as well. I, I find myself with so many times just having my phone just in my hand. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, why am I holding this? Like, yeah. I'm not even using it. Why is it in my hand? <laughs> and, <laughs> You know, I don't know. Have you ever caught yourself doing that? And I just put it down and I'm like, wait, and just leave it. For sure. <laughs> I even caught myself like scrolling through Facebook on my phone whilst having my laptop open with Facebook in front of me. Oh my laptop. God. <laughs> I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> well, I know. Yeah. I know. And I think that's going to be one of my intentions for the new year is to stop using my phone as much. And I think like one of the things I was thinking about doing was getting a second phone. And I know this sounds like contrary <laughs> to, to what I'm about. That's what you need. You need more, <laughs> not less. <laughs> oh gosh. No. So my idea, so, you know, when we, when, I don't know about you, but when I started working online, um, I had everything on my phone as well. So I had my work emails on my phone and I had the Microsoft teams chat on my phone yeah. Um, and then I found that I wasn't switching off work because things would come up on my phone and I check them constantly and I'm always thinking about work. So to get off that, I uninstalled everything from my phone that was work related. And I only look at work from nine to five on my laptop. Yeah. Now, the problem is that um, I, I do a lot of social media work on Instagram and Facebook, and then it becomes very like itching to just keep checking things all the time. Yeah. 
So my idea of a second phone was to get a second phone that is just for social media management. And that would be between those hours that phone is out. And then when those hours are over, that phone is locked away. And none of those apps would be on my personal phone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I could put my personal phone away. <laughs> yeah, but it's just it's a habit that you kind of build over time, isn't it? And it becomes such a strong habit because you do it so frequently. And yeah. it's quite hard to break that once you're into that routine, isn't it? It's, it's a hard one. And it's like... Yeah. I do use my personal phone to like to, to connect with my friends and to talk yeah. to family. So it is not ideal to put it away. Say, like I say, I'm not going to do any uh, social media work after 7 PM, but I'm going to spend this time like replying to family or stuff like that or friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's just, yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, I try to put my phone away at night Um and not use it in the morning. And it is something I want to keep trying to do more because it was it was quite a nice feeling to have that break from your phone. Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah, I really I relish those moments. <laughs> this is part of, like partly why I love kind of going out and hiking and camping and all that yeah. kind of stuff so much is because it's like it's just an excuse to not be anywhere near your phone. And, true. Um, it's so yeah. true. And it's like um even when I just go for walks um around around you, yeah, I do take my phone with me and I usually I'm like listening to a podcast. So yeah, hint hint listeners, good time to listen to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when I'm I'm usually listening to a podcast or YouTube video, but my phone's in my pocket. And I notice that I don't look at any social media. I don't look at any messages in that time that I'm out it's just purely listening to whatever I'm listening and focusing um and when I come back home it is kind of like I've had a break from my phone I'm not I haven't been looking at my screen the whole time yeah yeah and yeah I don't know I don't know if that counts as a break from your phone though (laughs) well yeah I mean if you're not sitting there I think if you're out in nature and walking and you know you're not as long as you're not you see these people who are kind of out going for a walk and they're just staring at their phone the whole time and then that's different but yeah I think uh well yeah so it looks like I actually did achieve all my 2020 goals that I had written out for myself and I even wrote out what I learned from 2019 and it was it was what I learned and achieved in 2019 Mm. and were they were there a lot of similarities between the last two years so um the last two years do you mean 2018 and 2020 oh yeah uh, 20, 2018 i'll have to go back and check actually <laughs> i don't think so maybe some 2018 and 2019 were very different years for me yeah well, obviously <laughs> they were different years literally um i always think that's interesting to think back like how how your goals have changed over if you could see them written down every year so i found 2019 goals here cool okay so my current weight in 2019 when i started was 72 kilograms my goal again was 55 kilos which i did not reach in 2019 as you all know Uh, my career was to maintain and progress in my current job which you know i definitely did do that with ef Um, get more involved with Okay, I can't mention the name of this. Um, it's, uh, it's a call center that I worked for. Uh, and I was supposed to look into parts to get into counseling, which did not um, did not end up being the thing I want to do with the rest of my life. I mean, partly still, but not totally. 
My hobbies were to start sewing, make new outfits for me, which I did, to keep up running, to keep up singing, um, which died in 2019, to keep up Chinese, which died in 2019 too. <laughs> uh, meditate more. Gosh, that one. Never going away. Never goes away. Yeah. <laughs> keep up maintaining mental health. Yeah, 2019 was a huge year for mental health for me. Uh, <laughs> talk less about my mother. Let go and move on. I believe I've achieved that one. <laughs> mother cool. issues. We all have parent issues, don't we? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I have probably minor quite yeah, well hidden, but they must be there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiled little boy, will you? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can see how not envious of you I am. Yeah, but yeah, I think um, I will make new goals. Too, and I, I believe I definitely can see a shift from all the years in like, like I said, that 2019 was really mental health focused yeah. for me and healing. Yeah. Um, 2019 was uh, <laughs> Sorry, 2018 was healing. 2019 was more like growing and learning. And 2020 was, I think, really discovering myself and what I want to be and what I want to do. And now I'm like all grown up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for that to happen. <laughs> Any day now. Yeah. 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 That's, I, cool. yeah. That's interesting how it kind of changes over over time. I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it? But yeah. But that, that's why it is cool to actually record this and like yeah. um like um at the end of this year I'll do like a recap of 2020 and the things that I've learned and um I would actually be able to compare the two lists from what I've learned in 2019 and what I've learned in 2020 um I definitely think that they would be quite different um I feel like this year I really like, like when I listened to that podcast of us last year, I was cringing. I was like, oh my God, this is like small little Hannah. Like she knew nothing back then. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I feel like if I listened to this in a year, I'd be like, damn, again. <laughs> is that is that bad? I don't know. It's progression, right? As long as you're not listening to this one and thinking, oh, I was smarter last year. <laughs> That's At least you're progressing, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, there's so much like one thing I noticed was the sound quality on that episode was crap. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn, this is so soft because my latest episodes when I listen to it when I'm out on my walks. And yes, I do listen to my own podcast. I'm very vain. But when I do listen to them, they, they really loud and I actually have to turn the volume down on my phone because I don't want to bust my eardrums. Um, but that one, I had to turn it all the way up and I was like, the sound quality is crap. Yeah. Um, and then I did, like, like I mentioned, I did join the public speaking group and I found that even my way of speaking and the, the things I was saying and the way I was saying it back then was definitely definitely an improvement now and I'm like I'm quite proud of that um, improvement actually and the sound production the editing which you have taught me a lot by the way um, definitely improved a lot and thanks to you guys and your company I've got uh, much better music sounds more professional better transitions and yeah you are still going to be working on more music for me so that's great yeah we need to have a chat about that but we'll do that another time <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're going to bore my listeners with the businessy side of stuff. Yeah, I'll save that for a, a different podcast. <laughs> I'll start one. Yeah, yeah, go for it. The details of the media industry. 
Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's like a huge market for that. Yeah, I'm sure there's probably a lot of podcasts on that already, to be honest. But. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think there's like a lot of podcasts on basically everything nowadays. True. Yeah, it's hard to find an original idea now, right? Like <laughs> everything's been done. But half the podcasts out there are like just people... I feel like some of the ones I've heard recently that are like the really popular ones are just a bunch of people just hanging out. Like there's no, there's not even a theme or a. Oh my God. That reminds me of a TikTok I saw, which I do not what I do not have TikTok by the way, but they freaking pop up everywhere. Right. Yeah. Like there's TikToks on Facebook on Instagram. <laughs> I feel, I don't know. Like this is one thing that I feel has changed a lot for me personally over the last year is like, I am, I can see myself rapidly losing touch with <laughs> just the young person's world i feel oh, like such God. an old man and i feel like that is like fast tracked over the last year like more than any <laughs> of my lifetime so far like i feel lost now totally you know um there's so many things i could say about that because i actually downloaded tiktok on my phone and i had it for a little while and i had no idea how to use it and i just deleted it I, it scares me i honestly feel like, like i'm i feel like i'm quite good with technology for the most part like there's my degree and that is my livelihood but um stuff like that i've just i feel lost i'm like i don't it scares me <laughs> totally and like even with my social media stuff i had to learn so much and i actually yeah. like have to ask people like how do i do this how do i do? like i literally used to just use instagram to post selfies and to post pictures of my food and that was yeah. like my knowledge of instagram now i gotta learn like what are hashtags how to market them how to uh, I, like how to create engaging content and oh yeah. my god it's like a whole other world and then to put tic tac on up uh, tic tac tic tock look that <laughs> sounds like something i would say right? <laughs> tic tac that was like the sweet my brother was upset to, to learn tic tocks on top of that is like yeah no thanks nah i don't have the patience <laughs> maybe <laughs> I, know, I mean i might have to at some point but i'm gonna postpone postpone that for as long as possible i feel but like yeah. i already enough time looking at my phone without adding all these other things to it as well yeah i mean yeah I, i'm i'm right there with you but i just have to do a lot of these things for um yeah. for my work anyways uh the the tiktok that i actually saw was so re related to what you said it was this guy who is like um making a mockery of people who are like um oh my god we have the most engaging and the most uplifting conversations we need to start a podcast everybody needs to hear what we say what do we yeah. have to lose yeah. <laughs> it's like it actually is really easy to start a podcast like super yeah. easy to start yeah. one it's yeah. uh actually keeping it up that's the hard part right yeah because you've got to be continually you don't just want to be having the same conversations every day um I think that is the sort of double-edged sword of kind of the media in industry at the moment is like everybody can do it mm. or everybody can start it at least. Mm. Uh, but it is maintaining that and doing it to a high standard that is where it becomes difficult. No, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, funny you say that because I told my mom... Um, we were talking about podcasts and stuff a while ago and she didn't know what a podcast was for a start. And then I told her and she was like... Uh, you're doing a podcast and I was like yeah and she was like what are you going to talk about what do you have to say <laughs> I, like, oh. I don't know mom <laughs> don't know. leave me alone it's <laughs> like mom I'm an expert don't you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. mom everybody wants to hear what I have to say yeah like, everyone knows Ian 
yeah, mum. <laughs> but you're definitely not. Uh, I'm sending this to your mum. <laughs> I told her she wouldn't listen to it. You know? <laughs> She's not interested in what I have to say. Okay, so I was going to ask you from your the, a few things that you said in the last um, season. And one was, did you stop biting your nails? Uh, I was thinking about this earlier when I was listening to that podcast. I haven't. I failed miserably. Oh, dear. Have you even tried? Uh, yeah, yeah, on and off. I don't know. I keep, I just keep like it's it's such a subconscious, deeply ingrained habit that I've got, and I it's one that I really do need to stop. But yeah. I, like every time I get nervous, I just start doing it without thinking about it, and then I, like I always catch myself. But it's, what yeah. do the nails actually look like? My nails look so awesome, by the way, because I just um, like done them today. Mine are terrible. They're a mess. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's like little rat bites. Yeah, I just wear gloves permanently now. That's it. Uh, sure, sure. Yeah. Okay, so I also wanted to ask about your word of the year and how did that go for you? So you said your word of the year was going to be trust and that was your word for the previous year. How did yeah. that go for you? <laughs> well, I guess if you look at 2020 on the whole, it didn't go very well, did it? Uh, I think like, as we said at the beginning, I think uh, for me personally, it was actually 2020 when in general, I think for me, it was a pretty good year. So actually pretty well. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's a word that many people would associate with 2020, that's all, but, um, I don't know. I feel like I, I've been kind of working a lot over the last couple of years to get to kind of where I wanted to be. And that was kind of where that word came from is like, if I just keep working away at what I've been working at and, you know, if I trust that, uh, you know, if I put in the work, then the results will come eventually and, and they kind of have. Um, which is good and now it's like almost like looking back I feel like a bit silly for uh, being so anxious and worrying about these things all the time because it's like they kind of have worked out uh, yeah, yeah I, get, I get what you mean about feeling well feeling silly yeah about worrying because um, yeah there, there's just been a lot of that in this year for me a lot of anxiety a lot of worrying um, and it, it wasn't really about the year itself I mean you know a lot of a lot of crap happened this year and you know I guess I was lucky to not have known anyone who died from the virus personally um and uh yeah um I I was lucky enough that my family were uh, all safe and well one of my cousins did get the virus but he recovered so that was good um and yeah that's not to like you know negate anything bad that that happened to anyone due to this virus it was it was a horrible year and that that's true um my anxiety was around things that were actually happening in my personal life this year and um i i know that i went through this one point where i was just like there was nothing that i could control you know <laughs> and that's just the worst feeling for me because yeah. i'm such a control freak and it's like there's nothing i can actually do about any of these and one of them you know was me waiting on my my uk visa to be renewed which sure, was yeah, yeah. such a stressful situation yeah, progress, and there's nothing you can do once you and you know it's so stressful because when you when you send that application off they don't actually like confirm that it's been received really? or no and there's like thousands of people sending their applications and you just you don't you get no response from them or anything right up until you get your decision there's like nothing um 
and you can call the hotline that they give you, but the hotline tells you that um, the people who are answering the calls have no access to the system and they can't tell you anything about your applications. So I was like, what's the point of me calling them then? <laughs> you know? And it was just like literally nothing you can do but wait that whole time. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, it did eventually come. Um, and then, you know, uh, I think a lot of the listeners know that my uh, husband and I, we were trying to buy a house this year. And uh, again, there was nothing we could do about the situation with that house. And in the end, we actually lost it. And uh, yeah, like so many things were out of my control. And now at, towards the end of the year, I'm just like, oh, and it was even that job that you and I were up against. <laughs> Kind of, we, we always do this to each other at work, you know that. Do you, do you realize we always do this? Like we always think it's you and me against each other. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, this is not the first we time we like, did that. Had a very similar journey in work over the last. We did, years, right? and, and we we've been coming up together at work, right? So yeah, yeah. But anyways, um, that whole situation kind of stopped me and got me thinking that, like after that was over, I was like, what the hell am I doing? worrying about all these things that I can't control you know what what am I I'm just driving myself nuts for nothing and I just need to you know like if I can't control it just wait for the outcome because that worry and that stress about it is not doing me any good it's driving me bananas you know I need to find a different outlet for this and I've actually been doing quite well since since I had a good talk with myself (laughs) I think good. I've, I've been doing better. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I'm really glad to hear that. And that, that, that is kind of where that whole word came because I was feeling the exact same thing as well. So for me, um, yeah, just worrying about stuff that I had no control over and it's like such a waste of energy. It's so hard not to fall into that trap. It's almost impossible at times. But um, yeah, I think if you can try, try your hardest not to fall into that trap of worrying about stuff that you have no control over, then you'd be a lot happier for it in the long run. But yeah, it's definitely not an easy thing to do. For it's sure. not. And I think you just like got to reach that point on your own where you realize that, that, that stress of worrying is actually not helping you at all. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, I did actively making you worse. Like, yeah, well- yeah, no. And I mean, I did the whole season on emotions and I know that like our emotions can play a lot of good parts in our lives, but if we feel like, like something like we causing this worry over something that we have no power to change yeah. or to control, then that's probably not doing us any good. And it's just like a self-realization to get to that point of being like, whoa, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's kind of like when we did lose the house, um, one of the first things I did was how do I make the flat we're living in comfortable for me? Yeah. And one of the things I did was I converted the spare bedroom into a huge giant office space, which has been the most amazing thing that I could have done in this cool. place. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I'm really excited. Like I'm supposed to be moving in about a month as well. Uh, and I've got the same plan and I, I'm so excited for that just to have like a proper working space. Yeah. Um, it's the best, especially when you work from home. Yeah. It's the best and it's like I have a place for everything now it's so cool it's like there's a my drawers are labeled and I have a place for all my journals it sounds like but it's so cool to have all the space it makes such a difference to your quality of life though doesn't it just having everything where you want it you know yeah it's so much better for your 
for your mind, for your organization, you know, like um, I even have a space for my um, all the, like every Sunday I sit and plan my week in my office and I have like um, all my meetings and different colored pens because some of them are work, some of them are podcast, <laughs> some of them are what what else do I have between uh, oh yeah well personal stuff and it's just like all of those meetings on my list and you know I still forget stuff right easily done yeah it's hard to keep track sometimes <laughs> yeah I mean it, it's it's yeah well, but it's just nice to be able to have that space to do that but yeah um other than that um I, I think that 2020 has has been quite a year of awakening for me my my word was I actually forgot what my word was that I said did did you remember um did I remember yours no yours did you remember yours no, I remembered yeah, yeah, yeah you did yeah. Did, did it work for you did you like keep it in your mind that this is something I'm I'm working towards um well I think maybe not as clearly as that I think it was something that was in the back of my head anyway which I which is why I guess I chose that word. Sure. Uh, it's something that I've kind of just been actively trying to do uh, yeah. in just sort of in the general course of my life over the last year. So I, I, I never really, I can't say I really thought I've got to stick to my word uh, like consciously, but <laughs> it was embedded in there somewhere. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, I think on some level mine was as well, but you know, it, one thing that I realized when listening to that podcast episode was so much has changed since I did that episode. Um, so much in my life has just shifted. Um, like back then I was talking about how busy I am and how many things I have going on. And I, I was actually like, just like tutting to myself when I was listening. I was like, girl, you knew nothing back then. <laughs> like You thought you were busy then. <laughs> And I'm sure I'm going to be saying the same thing at the end of next year. <laughs> I yeah. have no doubt. So that's just, my life is just chaotic and I love it. I thrive in chaos. Um, I'm kind of the same. I think like I'm definitely kind of at my best mentally when I've got loads of stuff going on rather than like sitting around doing nothing for me is the worst. Like uh, yeah. I used to love that as a teenager though. You know that I used to love doing nothing as a teenager. That was like my yeah. thing. I guess it's kind of a teenager thing, right? I had this big blow up. Um, I don't know. It, it was a thing back then to have like these uh, air blown chairs, these jelly chairs. Oh yeah. I had one of them too. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. Yeah. I had that in my room and I used to like just plop down on it and just stare into space. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> I did the same thing. Yeah. Do absolutely nothing. And it was great. I loved it, man. <laughs> It's wild. Imagine like, yeah, it's funny if you'd spoken to us this time last year and been like, okay, this is what's going to happen over the next year. I would have just been like, nah, yeah. <laughs> what? Like, Screw that. <laughs> crazy year. Yeah. It was bogus. It was such I remember I was saying this to my friend the other day, the guy I run the, the company with, um, and we were saying in January this year, uh, we were like, talking about how it's going to be such a big year and just how there's all this like stuff coming up and we were going to be so busy. We don't know how we're going to have the time for all this stuff. And, and like, we've managed to keep a lot of that going, but yeah, it's like, we've kind of just been sitting in limbo a bit as well. Just kind of waiting for. Um, yeah. I know. Happen. I know you mentioned a few things got canceled and you were like, you're yeah. majorly upset about that. Yeah. Well, we had all these kind of tours booked and mm. all this kind of stuff. And obviously 
you know, yeah live music industry is dead at the moment so there's not much of that going on but yeah i'm back in january it was just looking so busy that there's all this stuff gonna be yeah. happening none of it's really happened but we've kind of on the flip side we've had a lot of kind of other opportunities that have come out of that time um that we wouldn't have probably got otherwise so yeah that's yeah that's it isn't it um i guess it's kind of been a big ebb and flow year for a lot of people mm-hmm. and uh, some of us have been luckier than others um sure, for sure. sure and yeah i mean for me when i look at january um before before this whole thing even happened i was actually i think the podcast we did together was one of my last ones that i did in that season yeah i, I remember the last or the second last one that I did that that season and then I I kind of reached a breaking point um I was like really overwhelmed and the reason I was overwhelmed was because I lacked the knowledge uh there was a knowledge gap and it's like you know when you're just trying to do something and you're like you don't know what you're doing um it's it's kind of like kind of like weight loss in a way like if you're trying to lose weight but you don't know how it works Mm -hmm. and you're just trying random things and nothing's working it was something like that and then you reach a point where you're like I can't do this and um, I stopped doing the podcast with the intention of starting it again but I will say I never intended to start it again when I did Um, that was just that just happened and since then you know, I said my my word that I said I wanted for 2020 was focus. And what I actually kind of thought my word was by the end of the year was learning. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, because I feel like this year is the year I learned so damn much. And I'm still learning so damn much. And that knowledge gives me the strength to just keep going and it's so funny because that was kind of like a mantra in my high school is like knowledge is strength strength is power and in power there is no weakness like they used to make us chant that like a cult every morning oh, yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that 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 kind of like yeah that knowledge really did give me the strength to keep going so um i think i was pretty focused too because i think you have to be pretty focused to be able to be learning so many things <laughs> yeah definitely so overall what are your, do, are you going to be making plans for 2021 or are you just like, fuck it universe, let's see what happens, bring it on. Um, yeah, I, that's difficult. I think I've got, I've got sort of loose plans and then hopes. I think more is a better way of kind of phrasing it rather than plans. I don't really know how much we can actually plan at the moment for next year because who knows yeah. what's going to happen. Um yeah, yeah. I mean, there are definitely things that I, I kind of would like to see from next year, but mm. you've got to take them with a bit, bit of a pinch of salt at the moment, I think. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, I've got I've got big goals for 2021, um, big goals in terms of like career progression and stuff. Mm. Um, and yeah, and I, I'm, I mean, fingers crossed, I don't want to jinx anything, but fingers crossed they will be attainable. <laughs> But I think the one thing that I'm definitely not planning, planning is travel. Yeah. Um, that's the one I'm going to be like, whatever happens, happens. Because there's so many places, like, I actually wanted to go this year. Um, I was supposed to go, well, to South Africa. I was supposed to go to Bali to to see, like, my bestest friend in the whole world. 
and um, I wanted to go to Greece with my husband, but obviously we couldn't go anywhere. Um, we did go somewhere locally though; that was fun. That's but cool. yeah, if it happens next year, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's not the end of the world. That's just travel, right? Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah, I think the first yeah, it gets tricky for me because I like a lot of the stuff that I kind of want in terms of career are based around uh travel as well so that makes it difficult that Um, is tough but yeah there are other things you can be doing i guess i think we've all had to kind of find ways of diversifying a little and and it's kind of forced us to be a bit more creative than we uh maybe needed to be in the past so uh, yeah i think the travel thing for sure like for me it's always in the back of my head i always want to travel yeah uh, go to new places but we'll just have to see what happens i suppose won't we yeah my my friend and i were actually talking about how we miss um everything about airplanes and travel like i miss having a beer at 6 a.m in the morning because you know what you can do that at an airport (laughs) i really miss that i miss the i miss the airplane booze um she was like the airplane toilets i was like yeah sure I mean, you can have a beer at 6 a.m. here if you want. But it's not the same. It's just yeah. not the same. It's not that. It's just that feel of doing it at the airport. I agree. Yeah, it's because yeah. you know you're like on holiday, and right? It's so cool. I love it. Oh. anyway, and it was great to have you back on and to to do this whole reflection thing. So this is just setting the tone for this season. Because we are going to be exploring goals and goal setting. And I'm going to be speaking to so many. Uh, I've got some life coaches coming on, actually. And I've got got some people who had some really cool stories to share about their own journeys through 2020. And I know I spoke about some of mine this year, but I'm going to speak about it a little bit more in, in coming up episodes. And we are going to be just talking about how to get pumped up for 2021, if, if that's possible. Do you think it's possible, Ian? <laughs> I think we have to try. We have to try, right? So yeah, we're going to try and bring that energy to the show. We're going to try and get motivated, pumped up, and just also bring some positive stories from 2020, whatever stood out. You know, like like Ian, like you said, a lot of us had to get creative with this year. And um, a a lot of people started new things that they didn't even know they could do in in 2020, um, including myself, really. And yeah, let's let's bring on 2021. Um, let's see what it brings. And we will reflect again at the end of 2021, hopefully with a little bit more of a positive year behind us. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll look forward to it. Yeah. Thanks anyways. And we will uh, catch you guys next time on the next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Refreshingly Human with myself, Hannah Pillow. It's been great having you join me today. If you liked my content, please do share it with a friend you think would find it interesting and subscribe to the show as well. I would love to have you listening in to many episodes to come. You can find me on the socials. I'm on Facebook as Refreshingly Human and Instagram as Hannah Pillow. See you next time.